Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call. Get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. This is Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Jared Saltalamacchia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Adolis Garcia sends it the other way. That sends Terry. There you have it, Adolis Garcia, momentous home run, one of the great World Series games we're going to see in a long, long time, that we have seen in a long, long time. The Rangers beating the Diamondbacks in game one. Also, before that, Corey Seager tying the game, two-run homer in the ninth inning off Paul Seawald. Just memorable moments all over the place. And speaking of memorable moments, how about when they actually got these guys? This was a memorable moment for the podcast this week when we had on John Daniels, obviously the guy who went a long way in constructing this Rangers team. And John joined us to talk about a lot of things, including the acquisitions of those two guys, Corey Seager and Garcia. Really, really interested. This is the type of stuff that I'm fascinated in, the path to get these guys. And this is even before they have these moments. This was the other day, but we want to resurface for you. All right, here you go. Here's a baseball isn't boring on the go. My opinion is that you have to have foundation guys. And now you, you, you know more than I do. This is like my stupid podcaster reporter slash opinion. But you, you have to have foundation guys. You have to pay for certainty at some point, and then you build around it. Um, you obviously did that with Simeon and Seeger. Um, can you take me through that process when you decided to do that? And if that was sort of the thinking behind it, I don't know if it's that simplistic, but take me through that process of saying, these are the guys that we're going to build around. Yeah. I- Rob, I think it is that simple in a lot of ways. Um, you know, we had, we started a rebuild really in, in earnest in 2020. Um, you know, there's a good case to be made. We should have started a couple of years earlier. We kind of treaded water, tread water, uh, for 
for a variety of reasons. We just got a new ballpark and it wasn't, you know, we didn't want to, or we just gotten the vote to approve the new ballpark. It wasn't going to be the right thing. Uh, ownership felt and we, we agreed to, to tear it down and, and coming off of the 16 season where we won and, but it set us back a little bit. And so we, we did this kind of, um, rebuild and, and, you know, focus on acquiring talent, developing talent and felt like we were still a year plus away. Whereas a lot of clubs, um, you know, you see the model where they, they kind of get there, they get that young core together and then they add in, you know, the kind of finishing pieces. You know, we felt that year's free agency class was really unique, um, and felt like, you know, we, we had a chance to accelerate the process by adding some kind of, some kind of foundational pieces there, uh, and allowing our young players to come up around them and, and, and to set that for those guys, set that tone and, you know, fellow like Corey was one of the best left-hand hitters in the game. The fact that he also played shortstop was like a bonus, you know, just, uh, just a real unique, unique, uh, talent. And Marcus, I mean, he just, he adds value, you know, every single, every single possible way. And, um, and so that was real ownership bought in. Um, you know, they, they gave us the green light and, and, uh, obviously it was unique off season with the lockout coming. We decided to kind of push right before the lockout and, and sign both those guys and, and, um, and it's kind of played out, you know, that way where, you know, we were able to put together a, a pretty good position player club and then, you know, see why and the guys went out this year, obviously uh, brought in Boach and then, you know, brought in some veteran starters that, that have really made a difference. But um, yeah, that, I mean, it's a little bit different timing wise, but not totally dissimilar from what you've seen, you know, other clubs do where they get that position player nucleus together and then layer in the, the veteran pitching to help them get over, over the hump. When you when you get those guys, and you probably answer this question, when you get those those guys, especially right before the lockout, like you said, are you like holy mackerel? You know, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, this is these are the, obviously it's a lot of money, but it's a lot of it's a lot of talent, and we have the foundation because, as I said, I mean, this is this is the great white whale for a lot of these teams to find guys who you forget and never mind like you said middle of the middle of the infield holy ma- you know that's great yeah but when you get them you're like okay here we go let's go you know yeah well i think that yes there was that sentiment i think you know go back and look at the press conference where we announced them like that's kind of how we how we positioned it um but you know i think what what made the difference was who they are individually right this was not like you know, this was not a situation, Hey, we, you know, we've kept low payrolls for a bit and, and we're going to go and, and invest in like whoever's going to take it. Like, no, it was like, it was Marcus or Corey more or less robust. You know, we, we had, there were a couple other guys that we had, we'd, we'd messed around with, but, uh, and had interest in, but it was, those were the two guys. And so, um, you know, I think that that's, you can, you know, and I think with the way the industry goes, the, the, we all look at kind of, you know, the latest teams to win and how it was built and, yeah. uh, Texas there and you know Philly you know another club that's that's invested heavily in free agency and like the reason that it's a, a, a story and the reason people are looking at it is because they invested in the right guys you know by and large and um and I'm sure you can go through them and kind of you know debate the merits of this guy or that guy but you know if you're going to do it do that and they're going to be kind of cornerstone players for you um not only do they have to be talented but you want them to model the right you know types of behaviors and be the right types of people in the clubhouse too because those are you know, that's more than anything that, that an organization can say about, you know, what they value on the field or what they value in the clubhouse or what they value as human beings. It's, it's, it's your actions. It's, it's who you actually invest in. It's the type of players that you bring in 
that's what that's what people are seeing. That's that's you know it's kind of like you got a model of behavior you want to see. And so we we did a lot of work on those two guys in particular and felt really good about it. And and I think the organization obviously still does. There's a lot of guys that we can go through, you know, in in terms of how you got them. But uh, obviously, Dallas Garcia is a guy. Like I I guess flat out, you know, I just I would I would be fascinated to. And I know, listen, good for you. Like you got him, you know, bad for the Cardinals. It, it happens. Um, but if you can just take me behind the scenes of like how you identify a guy like that, why you go in on a guy like that and how this guy evolves into the guy he is. Yeah. So I, first of all, I, it's a, it's a really good story and it's a good point. That, but I think what, what comes to my mind is that you got to be both lucky and good. Uh, with some of those things. And so I, I think that the good part is that, you know, we identified him as, as a, a talent that you don't typically see, you know, DFA'd, um, kind of unique background, Cuban guy, a little bit older going through the process, goes to Japan really briefly, Cardinal sign him coming up in the system. Um, you know, they had so many outfielders. He was a little bit blocked. They needed a 40 man spot. And so we got him for, I think it was for cash. Uh, we had a couple of scouts that, had seen him and, and liked the, you know, the, the, you know, the tools for, for lack of a better word. Um, and, uh, even though he had, you know, a big strikeout rate, that was always kind of the, you know, the question mark there and a little bit older. Uh, Ross Fenstermaker, who's the assistant GM there was, was one of several that, that had, had kind of knew him, had some history with him and, and had pushed for him and, and the pro scouting department, a number of guys there liked him. Um, and it was one of those deals where, you know, we weren't, um, you know, we weren't a championship club yet. We had, you know, we had spots to, to burn, so to speak. And, um, and he was like, Hey, this is the kind of talent that, you know, the, the upside is such you take a chance on. Now that's the part where we're good. The part where we're lucky is, you know, we ended up taking him off the roster a couple months later that winter, right before spring training, uh, for, you know, to clear space for somebody. I think it was for Shelby Miller, but I'm, I don't remember a hundred percent. And, uh, you know, and he cleared waivers. And so we retained him, um, because he hadn't had a prior outright. Uh, and, and then, you know, and, and he killed it that month. Ronald Guzman, I think, uh, busted his knee and playing the outfield and, and Adolis came up and, and never really, you know, went back down. Um, but, you know, I, I think, I think that's something that, that clubs that are not, you know, contending clubs can do where you're like, you know what, like this, this guy has, big ability let's let's take a shot on them and and give them you know, give them reps whereas you know a, a club that is contending is going to be it's a little tougher to kind of to roll the dice and give you know 500 plate appearances or you know a bunch of innings to a guy with big ability but you know you're not quite sure what you're getting when when you're rebuilding or when you're you know you have open spots you're not quite as good of a team you have a little more opportunity to let that you know that that variance in his ability play out well, next thing you know, he's running backwards on home run trots. If you got a guy running backwards on home run trots, you know you got the right guy. So, by the way, I do want to say, like, just for people that, yeah, you watch him out there, and I mean, this is like he's a gentle giant. I mean, he is a just a wonderful, wonderful person, and you know, and I think you know, I'm sure Astros fans don't see it that way right now, but like, he's a great dude. Uh, so I'm happy for him. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. 
two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.